listeners, good evening and I hope you had a wonderful day. Thanks for tuning in for another episode of What Do You Think on Gisal FM. I am Okpai Sanyolu. Dear Lord, we thank you for this day. We ask that you please teach us and bless our hearts in Jesus' name. Amen. continue our study from Judges chapter 7 verses 1 through 11 from the New International Version as we discuss quantity versus quality. But before we go on, allow me to read the opinion of two of our listeners from the previous episode. Dr. Emmanuel says, putting out a fleece is actually a sign of immaturity. When a man is mature, he is able to recognize and understand his father's voice. He also learns to trust and obey. But when you do not have a relationship with God that you serve, it will be difficult to believe. That was our opinion. Olushago Ayodele says, Childlike faith is what God desires from all of us. So, in his opinion, we had better trust God and stop putting out the fleeces. Welcome back. Judges chapter 7 verse 1 begins with Early in the morning, Gideon and all his men camped at the spring of Arod. Early in the morning as one woman's business and was ready to take action. Now that he was sure of God's presence, he was ready to launch out without further waste of time. As such, Gideon asked 32,000 men that he recruited with his own criteria. In my thinking, it seems Gideon was trying to play safe that in case God withdraws his support unexpectedly, this figure should be able to confuse or threaten the Midianites a bit. the scene and said to Gideon in verse 2, You have too many men for me to deliver Midian into their hands, in order that Israel may not boast against me that our own strength had saved her. This time, Gideon was getting accustomed to the voice. No arguments, no litmus test. The God that created us is aware of our fallen nature, the nature of pride, quick to boast. And by the time we tell the tales of our victory, God will be left out of it. God didn't want such to happen in this case. Have you noticed that when people travel in sleek cars, full AC, papers up to date, 
and they return safely. They really share testimonies. And if they do, it goes more like an admonition. Well, I thank God for joining mercies. Brethren, when you're traveling, please check your gear oil and brake fluid. Make sure your particulars are complete in order to avoid embarrassment from enforcement law enforcement agents so that you can have a smooth journey. I just want to thank God. Brethren, praise the Lord. And that is it. But if the person had traveled and returned via public transport in a bus that had no extra tire with a slightly tipsy driver behind the steering wheels, the scenario goes thus. Such person comes forward to testify rolling on the floor singing, it's not by power. Well, there you have it. to say is when we have everything fitted all pieced together we don't usually see God behind the scene making it work in our favor but when we struggle to get things done and it's really clear to us that we couldn't have done this without God then we are able to appreciate him better but shouldn't always be so so let's return to God's conversation with Gideon God continued his induction speech to Gideon in verse 3. of the men. 
If you were in Gideon's shoes, seeing about two-thirds of your army admit to fear would have probably made your heart do a double flip. Could this really be God? All my ancestors want to put me to shame on the battlefield. But I'm glad Gideon was gradually learning that God was in charge and would recruit his own army, while he, Gideon, was only a representative. No more fleeces. Gideon was simply obeying and it was way less stressful. When we learn to recognize and trust the voice of God, when I mean the voice of God, I do not necessarily mean the audible voice of God. It could be from the word of God when we read scriptures and it jumps at us and we know this is God speaking to me. The gentle whispers of the Holy Spirit, the revelations from God. When we learn to recognize and trust them as the voice of God, our journey becomes less complicated as the will of God for our lives becomes clearer. Then we won't have to put a fleece out for every instruction. Well, the first screening section was over and Gideon was left with 10,000 men. Only about one third. Yet, God said there was still too much. How could it be too much? Those were just about the same figure that Barak went with when he went to battle against Sisera and his 900 chariots. So, 10,000 men this time around, I'm just doing what my predecessors did, and now God is saying it's too much? Well, Gideon didn't argue, but I'm sure some things must have been going on in his mind. Having a score of 31%, you know, the 10,000 men were like 31% of the entire army now. Having a score of 31% in our contemporary times in any course or subject is a guarantee of failure. But for Gideon, God said the score was too high. So, there has to be a stage 2 screening. That takes us to verse 4. Gideon, there are still too many men. Take them down to the water and I will sift them for you there. If I say this one shall go with you, it shall go. But if I say this one shall not go, it shall not go. God's full involvement here is what I want us to observe. God was doing the recruitment himself. Gideon only needed to watch and obey. Another thing to note is that God usually deals with us at the level we are. However, this does not mean that we are to remain as spiritual babes forever. Rather, it implies that our God is ready to lead and guide us for as long as we surrender the reins of our lives.
that Gideon was still a spell it out for me, Christian, in quote, as in God, if if I do this, let this happen. If I do that, let that happen. It was in that same manner that God explicitly told him also that if I said this one shall go with you, it shall go. But if I said this one shall not go, it shall not go. No parables, no need for dictionary. Are you ready to begin the journey of recognizing the shepherd's voice? Do you desire to follow God's lead? Just one step at a time. Once you obey the first instruction, the next one comes. And gradually, like a jigsaw puzzle, it all fits together. Then you have the solution. Sounds easy, right? that God loves to train us and that is why he usually loves to involve us in the processes well God can do his work without us so when God chooses to employ us we should be grateful for the privilege and not the other way around God could have simply told Gideon from the start that all he needed was 300 men with so and so features. Instead, God permitted Gideon to do the initial recruitment. He allowed Gideon to use his potentials and skills. Well, Gideon did a good job of getting 32,000 men who appeared willing to risk their lives at the war front. Then God stepped in for the filtration process. So it isn't really a bad idea to use your initiatives as long as you're willing to submit it all to the Holy Spirit for the filtration process. That way you will have a quality end product for your use. the separation process to take place as the 10,000 men were put to test. What was the test for them to go to the waters to drink? And God told Gideon to observe how the men drank. God wanted them refreshed before the battle. But in that process, some men knelt down and were ready to get the feel of water like I'm getting satisfied and then I'll launch out but few of them knew that th there was a task ahead we have some stamina we only need to refresh they just took up small amount of water lapped it with their tongues from their palms and they were good to go those are the kind of men God was looking for men with stamina Men that can go on without getting thirsty unnecessarily. And only 300 men passed the test. By then, Gideon no longer argued with God. Neither did he put up any hypothesis to be sure 
that the 300 men were indeed the chosen ones. Then God declared in verse 7 to Gideon that it was with those 300 men that Israel would be saved from the ends of the Midianites. Remember that Gideon had earlier complained in the previous episode about being the least of the least family in his clan. So being able to recruit 32,000 men must have given him some pleasure and probably boost his ego. He probably thought to himself, small me with 32,000 men, the Midianites are in for a tough time. Well, God decided to show Gideon that bigger isn't always better. Small Gideon was to go to battle with probably the smallest troop ever since we began the study of the book of Judges. And with that, Gideon had no choice than to rely solely on God and not the figures. There is a subtle issue I want us to consider in verse 8. The 300 men who passed the test took over the provision and trumpets of those that went back. Because they no longer belonged in the army, they were not entitled to anything. Dear listener, I implore you this day, to do all you can to pass the test on this Christian journey so that you can remain in the Lord's army and be entitled to God's favor and provisions. Do all you can to stay in the shepherd's camp and goodness and mercy will continually be a portion in Jesus' name. Amen. it up for today, let's consider one more issue. God told Gideon to launch out against the Midianites because victory was sure. Then God himself placed a caveat in verses 10 and 11. He said to Gideon, if you are afraid to attack, go down to the camp and listen to what they are saying. If you are afraid. God sees our fears. And remember was God himself told Gideon to make an announcement that everyone who was afraid should turn back. But after getting the quantity needed, God still did a double check and asked Gideon, if you are afraid. God sees our fears, but he wants us to admit it. And oftentimes we will discover that our so-called fear is also afraid of us. So Gideon went down to listen, and he saw that the Midianites had already received the revelation that 
something was going to befall them. I mean, one of the men down in the camp where Gideon went to listen. So Gideon listened and his heart was encouraged. He and his 300 man troop were able to launch the, the attack against the Midianites. God gave them the victory as promised and the land had peace for 40 years. Dear listeners, whenever we are afraid or unsure of what to do, it is not a time to hide from God. Rather, we should admit and cast the burden of fear on Jesus, for he cares for us. He will also show us what to do or where to go for our hearts to be encouraged. But be careful of what or whom you listen to. Remember the Israelites listened to the report of the trespass in the book of Numbers and their hearts were weakened. But Gideon went to where God told him and he listened and his heart was encouraged. Well, for us believers today, the best place to get encouraged is in the word of God. The antidote to fear is faith. And faith cometh by hearing and hearing the word of God. Romans chapter 10 verse 17, King James Version. In my opinion, these sayings, I mean there are two sayings now. People say bigger is better. Others say the more the merrier. I feel they aren't always true. They aren't always true in all situations. What do you think? Dear Lord, we thank you for helping us on the program once again tonight. Thank you for coming to teach us. We ask that you help us to surrender the reins of our lives to you. Lead us, Lord, and give us grace to follow. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, dear listeners, for tuning in to the program. Thank you, dear Emmanuel, for putting the production together. You can send your opinions on WhatsApp, plus 234-803-490-1292. I'll take that again, plus 234-803-490-1292. Until we meet next time, I am Okwe Sanyoli saying stay blessed.